0: Welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. I'm your host, clinical psychologist and researcher at Karolinska Institute, Clinical Technology and the Department of Reproductive Health. Today, I'm going to talk to my very long-term friend and yoga teacher that I've met in New York and stayed connected over the years Unfortunately, of course, due to the current situation, we can't meet in person, but we are connected no matter what. Nowadays, we are in an extraordinary situation around the world. You've managed to connect yogis from around the world, um, Dina, from my yoga teacher from New York, from multiple time zones to simultaneously do yoga with you. With a remarkable gift you have during this extremely challenging time for all of us, you bring people together to share an hour of reflection and sense of connectedness. You're spreading joy and happiness, calm and wise words that focus on self-care, compassion, solidarity and generosity. I would not know really what to do without you right now. It's been an incredible experience. With this podcast, the two of us want to share how yoga can be a powerful tool to keep mind and body in balance, especially if you're having an extra difficult time coping with the current global pandemic of COVID-19. How routines to sign into a life class can make a major change in the Unstructured daily life under confinement and social isolation. How the commitment to practice yoga with a global community can increase mental and physical well being, improve relationships, and most importantly, support you as an individual to get through these challenging times and enable you to support others. That need you a lot. So now I would love to hear a little bit about yourself and what brought you to yoga, Dina. And thank you, first of all, for being part of this podcast today.
1: Thank you, Simone. Um, Your words are so touching. And this reconnection with you, because I know we've kind of, you know, fallen out of touch after you moved away, um, is one of the bright spots of what we're dealing with in the world right now. And one thing that I always pride myself on is trying to be an optimist, um, which is very difficult um, in these times, but doing what I do and having a profession that is something I'm so passionate about and allows me to stay connected and reconnect with people who have had such an impact on my life is uh, getting me through each day. So thank you um, first and foremost for, you know, just, being there each week with me um, because it just keeps me going and gives me a sense of purpose. Um, With that said, um, I've been a full-time yoga teacher now for 10 years. I had a corporate profession for many years that um, was just very draining. I got extremely burnt out. And yes, I was making a six-figure salary, but that wasn't important to me. And um, what was important to me was my mental health and having a sense that what I'm doing with my life is helping people. And I just Mm -hmm. didn't feel that in my previous career, which will remain nameless. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, when this all happened, you know, I was really feeling like I finally built my business up, you know, I started over in my um, thirties with a whole new career. And then I was like, oh, no, now what? You know, now we're all stuck in our homes. I can't go teach my clients anymore and see my students. And um, how am I going to continue this business that I'm so passionate about? Um, So that's a little bit of a background on me and, you know, how you and I reconnected, which has been such a blessing.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I was supposed to come to New York in March, right? And I was so much looking forward to attending your classes in New York and then COVID-19 hit New York so badly, and I wasn't even allowed to enter the country. And this experience was like, I woke up in the middle of the night reading those news, and I was so sad and so sort of out of place by this idea of not being able to to do that uh, like routine travel to New York. And One of the most important aspects of my trip to New York were supposed to be to be in yoga classes with you and also being in just this vibe of a a city with all the different parts. But most and foremost, it was to come to yoga and having this opportunity to be in your classes and sort of feel like you're inside the yoga studio with you is just incredible. So the second, well, thank
1: you. I, <laughs> No. I'm just so glad that I'm able to offer that because, you know, it's, that was my biggest fear is that when the studios and gyms closed their doors, you know, where was I to continue doing what I'm doing? So yeah. thank goodness for technology.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think really what, what we, what I shared with my friends too, and is that it's such a difference if it's a live class? It's makes this makes uh, this makes a difference, and I think it's this feeling of community that you create by by doing these classes, and the way you do them, I think, is incredible, power, incredibly powerful. Thank you. So um, we we already touched this question a little bit, but I will ask you no matter what. But what made you fall in love with yoga comparing to any other physical activities and stay with it for so many years?
1: Well, it's ironic that I'm a yoga teacher because um, while I've always been drawn to physical activity, I was a gymnast from a very young age um, and a fitness instructor right out of college, I literally had to be dragged kicking and screaming to my first yoga class by a friend. because I am a very type a person I'm an Aries I'm definitely textbook both of those things um and you know I just didn't understand the benefits of yoga when I first started practicing um you know it seemed to me very slow and I didn't understand why you had to lay down at the end and um and it took you know just going back time and time again, and also finding a teacher that I connect with to really right. make me fall in love with it, so much so that I decided to make it, you know, a new career path. Um, so I think that, you know, you were speaking earlier to just how you and I connected so much so that you wanted to, when you came back to New York, one of the things you were going to do in all of New York City was take my classes, which is just it's so touching. Um, it really speaks to the fact that, you know, just like anything else you do, it's, to me, it has a lot to do with the person who is presenting, um, you know, the physical activity, or if you will, in this case, yoga is so much more than physical. It's, you know, such a mind body experience. Um, And so I really, you know, love it so, so much because I'm able to not only help people, you know, make their bodies stronger, but their minds stronger. And at the same time, just cultivate more confidence in themselves and you know when you feel that way it it translates beyond yourself and it touches other people so it's really a way to just connect globally Um, and that's what i love about it so much that i think that makes it unique um you know to other you know workouts and things like that it's just it's so much more than a workout
0: absolutely you know i um share this um story about me doing yoga with you over zoom and being connected with people from around the world and my grandma she's turning 97 and she was she still practices yoga every every week and she said ah you know when I don't practice yoga I don't feel I feel kind of stiff and out of balance. And she thought this was one of the best parts about this pandemic, about the creativity in people such as you creating this community over over this digital technology. So she was really inspired by it. And I thought it was such a nice thing to hear from somebody old and, and wise that sees also the bright sides in this pandemic situation.
1: Well, I love that you brought that up too, just because that's another thing that's so beautiful about the practice is, you know, she's 97 years old and she's still able to do it. And yoga is for everyone, for every age, for every body. You know, there are even um, modalities of yoga that were designed for people who are incapacitated. There's a style of yoga called yoga nidra that's just, you know, mainly meditation based and, you know, just all about the mind. So it's something that you can literally do for your entire life. And what how many physical activities can you say that about? Right. So, um, you know, I'm not looking forward to retirement because I want to do this forever. And, you know, I hope my students will do it forever with me. So, I mean, that's just gets me going every day, knowing there's I'm not just counting down the days, you know, nor are my students. We can do this forever.
0: Right. And I think it, now you just address something very important about this very time we're in right now as well. I think, of course, we all want this to be over as soon as possible. But at the same time, I think to really in, do whatever we can to rather live and dare to live than live to not die is, I think, a very important attitude as well.
1: Absolutely. And just appreciating our bodies as they are, because, you know, we're in circumstances now where, you know, we might be used to, I know, for me walking around all day long around the city, you know, now I'm cooped up in my I think it's about a 750 square foot apartment, you know, and we're just kind of having to just be a little bit more appreciative of our bodies as they are and patient with our bodies as they are. Um, And I think yoga one thing that I definitely definitely take away from every class that I take as a student as well because I'm always going to be a student is just to be patient and you know Mm -hmm. that's not a a quality that I was necessarily born with
0: (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you fully and I think I don't know how you feel about that but this idea of you know when you didn't do yoga enough then your your mind and body is like out of out of balance in terms of more irritated, like, just just something is not not in place.
1: Definitely, absolutely. I definitely feel out of whack when I'm not practicing regularly. And I can, you know, in in the darkest times of my life, um, you know, it's, it's easy to just fall into that, that hole where you're like, you just get unmotivated. But every time I would drag myself to the mat, I would always, always be so thankful that I did because it is such a release. And, yeah. you know, um, stress is the number one cause of illness. Exactly. So if, if we're not finding ways to release it, then it's just going to eat us up. So, you know, I know we had uh, talked a little bit of, before this podcast just about, um, you know, a difficult time in my life that maybe yoga helped cure and, I've I've had several, um, you know, but um, but it always it always helps. And it if I didn't have it, I don't know that I would have gotten through those times. You know, I have been through a divorce, and, you know, and thankfully I have a wonderful you know ex partner. And it, it wasn't, it, but just you know the the gravity of something like that that you think something is forever and then it's not there anymore. Um, you know, it takes a, a huge toll um, on right. your mind and and your body as well. So having these ways to just kind of like quiet down those thoughts that are negative And, um, you know, when you tell yourself, Oh no, I'm, you know, something's wrong with me because X, Y, and Z, you know, just to, just to come back to yourself and, you know, yoga is the practice of doing that is coming back to yourself and making peace with yourself. And, and it really helps you just move forward and persevere through those difficult times. Like, like we're all dealing with right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing your personal experience. And I think really this also shows that we are, we all have our backpack and we all carry something with us. Nobody's perfect. But also, as you mentioned in class, I remember there's nothing to be perfect about in yoga. And I think this is such an important aspect too. When we, when we are in a world that is not the way we expect it to be, or are used to being going about, um, that we have this sense of acceptance that something's different now, and not strive for this perfect life we had before.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, I've tried to really banish that word perfect out of my teaching vocabulary, because um, I think that the things that make us most unique are the things that maybe others would, you know, we see as maybe imperfections, but others would see as our best qualities, you know, and just being um, one of them being just being real, you know, and that's, as a teacher, one thing that I've always uh, strived to be, you know, I'm not trying to put on any airs that I'm anything more than who I am. And I do have baggage like everybody else. And I think that that's why, you know, I've, been lucky to connect with so many amazing people because um for me the practice is about the practice it's and my students it's not about me. Um and so just keeping it like very accessible and very real and I think that's really helped me um broaden my my audience because, you know, it's not just like you have to be exactly like me to take my classes or be able to stand on your head. Those things aren't important, you know, what's important is just trying to meet yourself where you are and and be accepting absolutely
0: and it's and I think there is there is really very not that many people I know that have such an aura that has such a sense of connectedness with others and an inspiration and be a role model for others really you can inspire so many people, and I think it really is very telling to see how people are in your class and are so incredibly happy after class to to just be be there with you and follow your very soothing but also very energetic and empowering voice is incredibly wonderful thank you i think it's really a, a big big relief for a lot of people to have this routine like a routine for self-care like this but but I'm curious to hear about yours. Like we we all have your yoga classes as a, as a daily or weekly routine now um, for several weeks. Of course, um, I wish it would be wish I would be in New York, but um, I'm sort of having the feeling I'm there with you. Um, but I'm curious what what you do to have like this self-care routine every week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I used to be really, really good at it. I had my routine, you know, every morning I would have my green juice and, you know, I would try to take a class or go for a run and, you know, do all the things. And then when this happened, um, I just got very unmotivated and very depressed. And, you know, I... Thankfully, through teaching, um, have kept my head up because I knew that I couldn't just lay in bed all day and and say woe is me. You know, I had to be there for my students. So it's been such 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 a gift to be able to do what I do, um, and so it really helped me kind of get back on track. So some of my favorite things to do for self care. I mean, I have. An adorable dog named Miko. <laughs> um, and so I love just like playing with her, spending time with her. You know, dogs just give unconditional love. And so when I'm alone at home all day, it's nice to have that presence to just, you know, mm. kind of just make me want to get up and, and run around and, and throw the ball with her. <laughs> um, and then, you know, just kind of getting back to, into a little bit of a, a beauty regimen. I've been doing some like face masks and um, recipes, you know, um, I love cooking and I actually post a lot of that, um, on my, my Instagram stories when I'm cooking. Um, my dad taught me all about cooking. And so every time I cook, I feel, feel that he's with me. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's another one of my passions. I love music. I know, um, as you know, having taken my classes, um, that's a big part of the experience is music. Um, and I think that just like a great yoga class, um, when you put on your favorite song, like you can just kind of let loose and lose yourself and, you know, dance around in your underwear. Cause who cares? No one can see you anyway. At home right. right so, <laughs> that's you know, wonderful. It doesn't have to be this, you know, big thing. Um, I think, and I think that's the, the mistake a lot of people make when they think about self-care is it get it's too daunting. They're like, Oh, I can't sit down and meditate for 20 minutes. And then I need <laughs> yeah. to like, burn palo santo and have an altar like you don't need to do any of that no even if you just sit and breathe for five minutes a day you don't have to do a whole yoga class or like i said play with your dog or put on a face mask like all these things um they might seem little but one thing that i've been talking a lot about lately in my classes is just celebrating the small wins right you know these little things that we do each day even said like shaving your legs you know know? (laughs) putting on like i don't know like fresh clothing. It's, you know, so we're doing the best we can. And that's what I try to remind myself. Um, and so those little things are really my self care routine that they get me through the day.
0: They're, those are incredibly helpful for a lot of people, because I think one of the reasons why why I was so in so happy that we could do this together here, this podcast was also to help other people to see like, hey, these are things these are insights, these are tips other people can do as well to to feel better because sometimes as you say we we just feel so so low and we don't even want to get out of bed because uh why should we? And then those kind of small steps, just putting on a face mask can be so helpful, right?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Those little things that lift you up, you know, shouldn't be neglected right now. So, and I also read a lot of, um, I love reading, uh, self-help books and quotes and things like that. And I pull a lot of inspiration from my classes through um, some amazing writers that I follow. Um, so things like that, you know, just words can be so powerful too, to just change your mood. Right. Um, so that's I find a lot of inspiration from, from writers and, and artists and things like
0: that as well. Yeah, and I think as, as one thing you said, music and cooking and um, reading and all these artsy things are so important right now. We can really, really, really use those as a sense of mind and body self-care.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, you know, this work that we're doing is, is, you know, because I, I believe that we all have an art within us and it's, you know, if you feel like you're at home and you're stuck and you feel you can't go to your job every day or God forbid you lost your job, you know, I encourage everybody to try to find that art within each and every one Mm -hmm. of you. And, you know, even if you think it's something small, like sharing a recipe on your Instagram, like you'll, you'll notice really quickly that people connect with that. And it's just another great way to, to stay connected during these really, really challenging times. So, you know, I would just, say, none of that is trivial, you know, and just to do what you can to just share what you have, because we all have gifts,
0: right? Yeah, and I think what what really is, everyone has this, this gift, and everybody has an intrinsic motivation, such as you have with yoga. And I think people can so tell that this is your passion. And if we have, everyone has a passion, but if we can share our passion with others, this is when it becomes so incredibly powerful definitely yeah so i thought um maybe we can both share how people can get in touch with you um and to join a class or maybe a workshop um or a retreat hopefully very soon
1: again (laughs) I'm super easy to find. Um, I And right on my Instagram page, there's a link in my profile to my class schedule, which I update every week. Um, and, you know, even if you've never done yoga, you know, I, I encourage you to, to try because the way I teach is very open level. You know, I do like to challenge people, but I also like to uh, make the practice unintimidating to people um so my instagram is very simple it's just my name all one word at dina ivas that's d-i-n-a-i-v-a-s um and you know i've been popping on my stories a lot like i've been saying just to share you know quotes of inspiration and recipes and you know beauty regimens and things so there's there's more on there than just yoga so I hope that um through this podcast which I'm very grateful to be a part of that um we can just continue to build our community of wellness.
0: Thank you so so very much and my Instagram is um Dr S- Dr Schwank and I will share these this podcast and many more to come and hopefully we the two of us will do another one in the future when we have learned a little bit also from you guys what you thought about this one and maybe want to hear more specific tips on how yoga can be used in different parts of your life. So thank you so much Dina for taking this time to talk to me and talk to our community about how yoga can be extremely helpful during a time of tremendous stress.
1: It's an absolute pleasure and thank you for reaching out to me and, and reconnecting and uh, bringing this opportunity to me because um, it just, it feels good to, and it's very cleansing just to know that, um, you know, what we do is helping people. And it, again, it just helps get me through each day. So thank you again. And I look forward to definitely chatting more in the future.
0: Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's listened today. Have a great evening or a great afternoon. How? Wherever you are and bye bye.